This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Southern Health Future. Updates from the Southern District Health Board and Community Health Council. And today we're joined by Kim Caffell, uh, Te Whata Ora Senior Patient Safety Advisor for Southern. Uh, Kim's working with a small team of staff who have led the shared goals of care implementation in uh, the Southern region. Uh, Kim's a former ED nurse and Director of Nursing and has had 40 years of nursing experience with a dedicated focus on leading patient safety projects for the past decades. Uh, Kim Morena, good to have you with us here on ORFM. Thank you for the invitation. So let's talk about shared goals of care. Kim, what is it? Um, so shared goals of care is a process that enables the, the clinician, so the, primarily the medical team, patients and their families are now to explore the patient's values, uh, care and treatment options that are available to them for a particular admission. Um, and currently it's for all adult inpatients admitted in medical, surgical and um, rehab boards in our hospitals. So what do you see the benefits of having the shared goals of care conversation are, both for the, the team that's treating the patient and the patient mm-hmm. and, and their whanau? Um, so the benefit is um, prior to implementation of shared goals of care, we had a, a, a sticker that was um, completed for some patients when they came into hospital and it was a discussion that occurred with the medical staff and the patient and their family about whether resuscitation would be appropriate if they um, had a period of deterioration. That wasn't for all patients, um, but unfortunately unexpected things do happen in our hospitals. And um, it's it's really important that our patients and their families have had an opportunity to have a conversation around um, their health and, and perhaps what's happening for them right now and what that might mean in the future around care that we can provide. Um, so the aim is that this discussion occurs within the first 48 hours of being in our hospital or sooner if their condition uh, indicates that um, something may happen within that 48 hour period. Um, we have got a process whereby if the patient's readmitted, so we do have patients that um, have chronic illness, um, they come in on a reasonably regular basis. So if that patient's readmitted within a six month period, um, the admitting doctor can check with the patient whether um, the goals have changed. If the goals have changed or the patient wants to change them at that particular time, they can be. Otherwise it can um, remain the same um, for a, a six-month period, because we do know that um, our patients do get tired of us asking the same questions all the time as well. Um, the patient can sign the form. It's optional. They don't have to. Um, but it's, it's about empowering the patient and their family to have uh, input to the decision-making around their care. Um, it just means that um, there's a more formal process that ensures the patient's goals are known and the family and family are aware that it's been discussed. It's visible to the clinical team. You've, you've touched, Kim, on some of the things that might come up in that conversation. Do you think that um, those conversations potentially could be stressful for the patient or, or their whanau? Yes, I mean, we've, we're having patients come into our hospital. They're extremely vulnerable. Things, you know, Their health is compromised in some way. Um, it's a 
very foreign environment to most people, even if people come in on a reasonably regular basis. It's a, it's a different um, place to be, and as health professionals, we don't necessarily always remember that because we're quite comfortable in that environment. Um, the conversations can be stressful because it is talking about you know what the next options may be, and sometimes they may be that you know we're nearing the end of of what we can do to treat um, uh, a particular issue for a patient, um, and it also may be that you know there are limitations to what we can do if they become more unwell. So um, it's an opportunity for. Uh, patients to review this with the, the clinical staff caring for them and have some free and frank conversations about that. Kim, is the Shared Goals of Care initiative unique to us here in Southern? Absolutely not. Um, it's a national programme. Um, it's developed, been developed within the Patient Deterioration Programme as part of um, the Health Quality and Safety Commission, which is our sort of governance around patient safety um, under Te Whata Ora. Um, and some hospitals have already implemented within the last few years and some are preparing to implement. So we probably are one of the earlier adopters, um, but um, by no means have we um, fully implemented at this point. Whilst it's in place, there's a whole process to full implementation that um, we need to go through. Yeah, and I guess part of that process is reviewing, um, taking a look at feedback uh, and, and gauging the response to it. What, what is the feedback that you're hearing from staff and, and patients at the moment? Yep. Um, so from the clinical teams, um, variability, which is natural when you implement a, a wide-scale change, um, it's, um, I would say that uh, it's a different way of thinking for the medical teams, but also the medical teams and the nursing teams are happy to have that information visible in the file. Um, so that one of the most important things from my perspective is that um, clinical, um, that the patients have been appreciative. One of the clinicians that um, we've worked with quite closely in this has had really positive feedback from the patients when she's had the conversations and they're very grateful um, to have had the opportunity. We've had um, an amazing consumer on our steering group um, and her input and her uh, challenges to our health way of thinking have been absolutely invaluable. Um, so it's certainly been something that I think over time will be uh, viewed quite positively. Okay, Kim, well, I guess the, the obvious question to wrap up is, is what's next with the Shared Goals of Care initiative? Yeah. Um, so currently our focus is on auditing. Um, we're looking to see how we're actually doing um, because it's no good putting something in place and then just thinking that's going to work now because that's not what happens in change. Um, so we're seeking, we've, we've already been engaging with people, seeking feedback from them, looking at the opportunities um, to provide further education and support to the clinicians. Um, we're, it, it, the audit process also enables us to look at how the process works in reality. So that's the, when, when you're managing a project, you look at you know, work is imagined versus work is done. So we must never implement something and say, that's going to work, um, because we're not the ones, even though we seek a lot of information, that are actually doing the delivery. So we're looking at how we can refine, etc. 
Um, moving to sustainability is a really important step in managing a project like this. Um, so we will continue to review and we're looking at um, how the governance will work for this long term. So it's not, again, a matter of just doing a project, putting it in place and even monitoring for a couple of months. This is about long term um, audit, uh, feedback, um, continuing, continuing to sort of look at um, what's happening in our system and how we can be responsive. The other thing that we will be doing is looking at other areas that haven't been part of implementation um, and so I know that um, one of our specialist paediatric nurses is involved at a national level around um, uh, shingles care in paediatrics, so children. Um, so that's um, likely to be one of the next steps as well. Really interesting initiative. Fantastic to hear about it from you. Kim Caffel, Senior Patient Safety Advisor for Te Ora Southern. Thanks so much for taking some time to join us today to talk about the Shared Goals of Care initiative. You're welcome. Thank you. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.